Hello. So this podcast is going to be about the epistles. Um, just the standpoint of the epistles. And just how we view them. And how they're not all written by Paul. Um, and just even the sizes and differences between the epistles. Uh, because I think there is some level of importance between... Uh, across the board of which ones pertain to who and what and how and why. Um, yeah, that's a lot right there. But we see Paul writing a bunch of letters um, that build the New Testament. And in that, we get to see a lot of what Paul kind of goes through with these different churches. Um, and what's cool about it is we get to see these churches that he writes to in Acts. Uh, throughout Acts, uh, we get to see Paul's life as a Christian and going into these different churches, being at these different places, and then reading about the letters he sent to them because of the struggles they were having. Um, And it's cool to get to learn about the difference between the certain churches um, and how not all the churches are the same and what they struggle with. Um, Because you have like the Corinthians. Uh, You take the Corinthians, for example, and they are a richer society who is very stuck on their belief in who certain people are where like they trust these people, but these people are false teachers. But then on the flip side, they don't want to kind of like say, Hey, um, get your act together. They're too graceful. And yet they punish as well, which is such a weird idea. But you take this church that's more rich, more focused on like wealth and their prosperity and their, um, money and sexuality, and they struggle to actually have the relationship within the churches. Uh, this is where marriage gets brought up, a uh, big part of marriage, where Paul encourages celibacy, but also encourages what a woman and man should do in those roles in marriage. Um, so you see a lot of like just lack of natural stuff, a lack of a natural church. It's just really a broken church. But the crazy part is this church represents us today. Uh, really wholeheartedly. The Corinthian church is a example of basically what America looks like um, and how we also struggle with sexuality being in our identity. We struggle with marriage. We struggle with wealth. We struggle with work ethic, which is another thing that the Corinthians got reamed on by Paul. Uh, First Corinthians really does have a lot of reaming into it. Um, in his chapters. And then you go to 2 Corinthians and Paul's a little bit nicer. Um, but there's also technically a third one, which is the one we have as 2 Corinthians. The third one is they speculate to be in between the two because of the jump from negativity to the jump of apology. And there's just that gap in there. Uh, because I guess the real 2 Corinthians, aka third, I guess, whatever one you want to place it into, was kind of lost because of how rough Paul was and it may not have been Holy Spirit driven. And just that one example right there is like a letter over 2000 years ago. Well, less than 2000, just a little less than 2000 years ago. Um, applying to us today, applying to our churches today. But then you go into first and second Timothy. And it's a whole different thing. It's a letter towards Timothy um, to where his ministry is. And, Paul's just like, hey, Timothy, step up your game. Step up your game. Don't let these teachers, these people, these elders, these older people um, bring you down. Because you have a voice. You have a say. 
you have a say in what you uh, want to get done, what you need to do. And so with that, it's like it's a whole different narrative. But you get to see what this church struggles with is younger people. It struggles with the idea of having someone else um, lead them that's younger than them. Uh, Timothy is also a very timid person as well, which is very interesting to see. Uh, one of my favorite verses, Second Timothy 1, seven, for God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind was an encouragement to Timothy from Paul. I mean, Paul counts him as one of his own sons of the faith, which is just wild. It's just a cool thing like to think of that. Like Paul really cared about Timothy and wanted to see him grow. Um, another book we have, we have Philemon. Philemon is a crazy book, crazy letter, because we get to see Paul um, interacting with the slave Onesimus and having to send him back to a slave owner who had the right to persecute him, literally crucify him for not being there, for literally leaving, for up and leaving without any knowledge, not knowledge, but without any, um, foreknowledge, like he, uh, his slave owner didn't do anything. Philemon didn't No, didn't tell him to go. He, Onesimus just left. And so Paul, oh, well, let me rephrase that. Onesimus goes to Paul. Paul's in jail at the time. And Paul and him have a relationship at some point, like start building a close connection. And he becomes a believer of the faith. And then Paul defends him and says, hey, Philemon, take him back with open arms. Take him back with open arms. Just allow him to come back. Because you are a believer too yourself. He is technically your brother now. And that was huge in the churches now. That was a struggle. A struggle among churches to accept the different roles. Especially Colossians. Uh, Colossians, those roles were like, okay, wait. Now my slave is equal to me. Now my master has to, me as a master, I now look at my slave as equal to me. What? That's crazy. Then it is. Um, Paul like hits all the points uh, from chapters three to four. Just husbands, wives, slaves to their masters, and it just hits those really hard of saying, "Hey, the roles have been changed. Don't lose sight of each other. Don't lose sight of each other." Even fathers and children were mentioned in that, having that level of respect for each other in the faith, being accountable to each other. And it's just, it's so cool to see because Colossians was considered the, an outcast society. They were alienated. In chapter one, it mentions this, that they were alienated and that they did not have this good structure. They were a very barbaric kind of people. And he kind of like points that later on in the chapters when he mentions to what they struggle with in the fact of, hey, don't be negative to your brothers. Get rid of this negative speech from your voice. Go to your brothers. Have a relationship with them. Build them up in a nice way, in a way that's loving, brotherly love. And it's just, it's so different because each letter is different, but there's so much takeaway from it. So much takeaway from it that we just don't realize. And even like we get into other parts where it's just like, okay, maybe it's not our struggle, but it's still something to acknowledge. And that's Galatians. Galatians literally is like, hey, you don't need to worry about covering for your atonement sin. Jesus died on the cross for that. 
Because they didn't understand it. Galatia didn't understand what that meant. They were struggling with that idea. They were struggling really hard with that idea. Because they thought they started to make sacrifices and they don't know who this Jesus character is. Which is crazy. They had a really hard struggle with that. Um, and then we then we read Hebrews. And Hebrews is just a whole different person. We don't it may not have been Paul. We don't think it's Paul. But Hebrews really just is a letter in of its own to the Hebrew uh, people saying, hey, Jesus is alive. He is the authority. The atonement law is done away with. It's done away with. It's like Paul going to Galatia, but some other author going to Hebrews. And we still get this so much meat of understanding of who God is through the different letters. Uh, we'll be studying uh, James, Peter, and John as we go into the other letters, with other epistles. Um, written to certain people and it's really cool to just to be able to look back and say hey these we were able to get these letters and we were able to just see what was going on in the world uh, when Christianity first arose and so I think it's awesome that we have these letters um, and the takeaway from this the principle of this is we cannot lose sight of these letters of these people because we got to trust the Holy Spirit. These were letters written by people from God. These weren't just um, writings of opinion. Some, definitely, they had their opinions in it. Of course. But the Holy Spirit allowed it to get to us. So there is truth in it. There is truth in these letters. There's truth in knowing what these churches struggled with. So that we can see and not be that same way. Because we know, get to know who Christ is. It's consistent all across the board. The church has struggled in different areas, but Christ is still above all else. And so that's the one thing we need to remember. That's a good reflection. It's a good reflection on who are we? Who we are? Where are we? Why? And I just, it's such a cool thing to see that Jesus has so much influence on Paul, even though he wanted to kill him. Paul wanting to kill Jesus by persecuting his church. And yet he comes out on top being a believer that Christ said he would be because Christ literally told him you will suffer in my name how much he will. And so we get to see that. But he brought so much through that. And I believe there's a Holy Spirit because of that. There is a Jesus because of it. And just looking at these letters, it shows that, hey, everyone struggles. It's okay. But we need to get our act together. And so that that is my premise, my basis for this podcast is just say, hey, Paul had these letters. There's other letters. There's other letters in there that really have a big influence. Big influence. Um, Where it's just crazy crazy to see that God's hand is in all and it continues to this day and so yeah and we just need to remember that um, just remember that in life remember that in general and not us not let us lose sight of that uh, because if we do then we lose sight of who God is and so yeah that's uh, our podcast on Paul and his epistles um, and Hebrews the one thrown in uh, because we learned about it 
Um, we haven't really learned about any others yet, so that's also a reason why. Um, but that's in due time. So yeah, thank you, Shannon. Thank you for listening to these, and I hope you enjoy.